Hi, everybody. I'm Sunny, and this is We Gotta Talk, a live weekly digital talk show and podcast where we like to dig deep. Real talk, big topics. Now, let's dig in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to We Gotta Talk. I am Sunny, and I'm so glad you're here. It's our first live episode of the new year. I'm a little out of sorts. I can't lie. Um, We got a dog. If you've been following along on Instagram, you know that God, it's like a baby, but a baby who never learns to talk. And so I'm not sure he's understanding anything I'm saying. Anyway, I wasn't anticipating um, sort of rushing into things today, but it's been a real crazy, crazy start to the new year. I cannot wait to catch you guys up on a solo episode coming up in another couple of weeks. But in the meantime, I'm really excited to kick off the 2023 season with an incredibly inspirational and informative guest. We have Suzanne Adams today. She is a TED speaker a best-selling author, and an intuitive business mentor whose area of expertise is quantum physics manifestation. So we're all looking to get started in the new year with a little extra positive energy, a little pep in our step, and we want to know how to reach the goals that we have for this year. Suzanne is the perfect person to do that. Suzanne, welcome to We Gotta Talk. Hi, Sunny. I'm so happy to be here and thank you so much and happy new year to everyone listening. And you're right. What a perfect time to tap into this collective frequency of of new beginnings of stepping into our power in a new way. And I'm so excited to be here. Are you one of those people who makes resolutions and who looks at a new year as a fresh start? Or are you one of those people who's like, I can't get caught up in the you know technicalities of it all and just always working? I believe that we can manifest powerfully at any time. I do believe there is something really potent about the collective looking at a fresh new start, looking at the reflective energy, and it's an opportunity to really plug into new possibilities in a new way. So can we do this at any time? Yes. So if someone is listening to this in June, July, September, even December, could they start tapping in now? Yes. And is it a a fabulous opportunity to to just feel like it's a fresh new start for everyone in January? Yes, it is. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting because when you think about it conceptually, our calendar isn't even representative of the rest of the world's calendar or different belief systems calendars. And so sometimes I think to myself, am I just making up this feeling of inspiration that I have? Or am I tapping into, like you said, the collective energetic excitement about something? No, even if you, you know, it's just a, would otherwise be a random date on, on the calendar. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is if you think about it, um, you know, have you ever, and I'm sure people are listening and I've certainly done this in the past where it's like January comes and you're like, this year I'm going to stand on a stage this year. I'm going to write a book this year. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And you've lost steam by March, you know, or even February. And what happens is People are trying to manifest or trying to to create goals in a place that's not in alignment with their unique soul blueprint, or they're trying to do it from a place of logic and not a place of heart. And so I believe that when you can really understand how to manifest with your unique soul blueprint, and when you can understand how to manifest with energetics instead of the logical mind, that's the magic. And that's when you're actually going to see your resolutions unfold in the year that you desire them to. What is a soul blueprint? So I believe that we each have a unique soul blueprint and it's kind of like a snowflake. You know, a snowflake, there there are no two snowflakes alike. Now, do they look similar? Do they sometimes have, you know, they're all beautiful, but they're different. And so 
our unique soul blueprint is something that we have the power to uncover. And so, for example, um, you know, it, you can think about it like this with nutrition. Everyone has a different body type. Like certain diets are going to work for some people's body and and not for others. Um it's kind of like that with your unique soul blueprint. It's like you have to figure out what lights you up. You want to want to figure out what your soul's calling is. And when you start to do that, you get into alignment with your unique soul blueprint. Okay. I need, I'm going to ask for some personal advice here because, okay. you know, we've talked about the concept of manifesting, which I genuinely believe in. And I, if, if, if I'm being honest, have probably always practiced a sort of a little intuitively by just merely being a glass half full kind of person. So we've gotten the basic concepts of it. And where I personally struggle, and I wonder if other people do too, is the clarity of goal or of, you know, end point. I sometimes don't know, Suzanne, and I wish, I hope you can help me with this, like what it is that I want. I mean, when you work with clients who have a feeling like, yeah, I know my calling, I know my purpose, I know why I'm here and what lights me up, right? Like this mm -hmm. lights me up, mm -hmm. but I don't know how that's supposed to look as my highest self. Help me get there. So here's the thing. It's always growing and evolving. So you, with the way you just said, you know, you know your purpose, you know your calling. There are many people that might not even know that step. But once you know your purpose and you know your calling, it's like we think we've we've hit some aha and we've arrived. But the truth is, it's always growing and evolving. And as long as we're breathing, we're growing. And so your higher self is going to be calling you up to your next level over and over again. And the question is. Are you able to say yes? And so with someone like yourself that is that has achieved so many things and that is is already living a thriving and successful life, to tap into your unique soul blueprint, it's about really starting to play in a field. I call it the quantum vibes field of infinite possibilities. And in, in my book, Quantum Vibes, I teach you how to go into the quantum field and let your soul show you endless possibilities because we're not dreaming big enough. And so if you're wanting personal advice, I would ask you like, what feels exciting and scary? What feels like, um, you know, have you really sat at, with your heart and your soul and asked for your heart to show you your next steps? Have you really like kind of looked at what's worked, mm -hmm. where you've settled and what you're really, really would feel lit up about in this next phase? Yeah. I always hear people talking about vision boards, but the problem and the obstacle for me, and I think for a lot of people is, I don't know what the hell to put on the board. Like, yeah, I mean, I could put a dollar sign. Sure. We all want more money, but I don't have a personal goal of how much I need to be making, nor do I have an idea of. So, so when you're saying like, and I feel like this is the answer for so much in life, be still, be quiet, let that come to you. That's really, really resonating with me. And I feel like I need to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, I've meditated every single day for since May 11th, 2014. And it, it <laughs> wait, how long each day? Uh, it just depends. A minimum of 15, 10, I'd say some days there might've been 10 minutes, some days 15, some days an hour. But I think if you can do 10 to 15 minutes a day, that's enough because what happens is, you know, when we're praying, we're asking, when we're meditating, we're listening. And regardless of, of what you're what your belief system is when you can get still you make room for your your soul to speak to you and mm -hmm. if you want to if you want to throw in the energetics piece and the quantum physics piece it's like you give yourself the time and space to go into a new field where where it's not so dense 
and when there's there's infinite possibilities. And it's like, you know, I always talk about frequency first, meaning you've got to understand how to feel the frequency of what you desire. And then you pull it in. So if you're saying you have no idea what to put on your vision board, that's great. All you need to do is start to think about, you could even, if you wanted to make a vision board, if that was going to be the the conversation or the goal, you could start to think about like what colors feel expansive Mm -hmm. to you. Is there, you know, you could go get Peru magazines. You could really start to think about what would what would feel exciting this time next year if I were like, oh my gosh, I did that. I created that and tapped into that. So yes, like you mentioned money and that's amazing. But like, what are the desires of your soul? Who do you, who do you want to, to touch? Who do you want to impact? What would feel, it's about coming into alignment with your highest self. And so in my book, Quantum Vibes, there's seven quantum tools. And one of the tools is tapping into the frequency of love or above. And when we do that, and and I explain in the book what that means and and how you could get there. But when we do that, what we do is we call forth uh, our, our deepest, highest, most beautiful, wisest self. And most of us put her or put him on the back burner. And so when we can start to really activate that piece of us, the piece of us that already knows that we're worthy, the piece of us that already has clarity, the piece of us that is willing to dream, to dream big and keep going. And then we let that piece of us guide us and show us. And that's where the magic is. Oh, I love that. And I love that it doesn't have to be complicated starting off with big concepts like colors that really resonates with me or a vibe of something like an image that makes evokes a feeling or something mm-hmm. like that. So starting in there. Um, I have to ask you, Suzanne, what were you like as a kid? Were you as open and energetically sort of um, open channel as you are now? I was, and then I shut it all down. Mm-hmm. So as as a, a little girl, I... I'm very naturally very intuitive and and very connected. And I came obviously came here that way. And then like most of us, I started to get laughed at and started to try to fit in. And, you know, I always say I I spent the first 30 years of my life trying to fit into a box that didn't have my name on it. Hmm. And I was searching. I was searching for a feeling. And so what happens is when when we're open and we're connected we feel aligned, we feel fulfilled. And when we're not, it feels like there has to be more. It feels like there's something missing. It feels like um, that we're not fitting in. It feels like all of these things. And I believe that's how most of the world operates now because most people are disconnected from their heart and their soul because they're trying to fit into a world we've been told how to operate. And so I did that for so many years. And in 2015, Nope, sorry, 2013, I had a massive, massive spiritual awakening. And that's when I began to reopen my channels and to begin to call back that beautiful, wise piece of me and to begin to look at my own unique soul blueprint. And and that's where I really started to open back up. How did you come up with even the concept of the soul blueprint or know that you needed to connect to something more in order to elevate yourself? Um. It was all just kind of shown to me, if I'm honest. Um, I started praying for purpose and I started praying to feel better. And that's when I started meditating in the, in 2014. And, you know, meditation can seem like a scary word to people if they're not doing it. Or, or people say to me all the time, I tried meditating and it didn't work. And I'm like, it did work. 
you just didn't keep going with it. And so I've meditated, you know, for eight and a half years now. However, my mind still comes. I still think Mm -hmm. it's not all. Yes. Do I have some amazing, uh, you know, life giving, soul filling meditations? Yes. And do I have somewhere my mind is, just, you know, going? Yes. And so it's just the same as like you go to the gym and you're not going to immediately run 10 miles or you're Mm -hmm. not going to immediately pick up the heaviest set of weights and do a million reps. It's like something that you train, you create muscle memory, you open up your channels. And so in doing that, I began to to have a very clear channel where I would just get inspiration. I would get ideas. I would just know things. And we all have that capability. It's just have we opened it up. And then when you think about the energetics behind it, it's like really starting to understand that there's a frequency to the words that you say. There's a frequency to the Mm -hmm. feelings that you have. And there's a frequency that you carry in your body. And if you really want to manifest big, wild dreams, you've got to shift the way that you're feeling in your body, shift the thoughts that you're thinking and begin to align that with where your soul wants you to go. And it sounds complicated, but it's really, really simple. And that's every day, right? We begin to tell ourselves what more positive things, or are we doing the mirror affirmations? Or if we want to live in a higher vibrational state and acknowledging, of course, that no one is positive or happy all the time, but if we want to be feeling like we're capable of fulfilling our biggest potential. What are some of the, like, how does that practically look? What are we saying to ourselves? What are the maybe podcasts we're listening to, or what are we doing? Because you know, it's interesting. I was playing your um, Ted talk um, in preparation for this. And I, you got to one section and I was like, I feel really good. I was, it was, it was toward the end, you know, where you wrapping things up and I, no, and that was pre-caffeine. It wasn't like, you know, the matcha yeah. was hitting. Um, it was it was crazy though. I actually felt lifted, like as if I had just exercised or something. Oh, well, you just touched my heart by saying that. And thank you so much, because that is one of my gifts is to activate and open your energy just by hearing my voice. And we all have that where we can do that. And so, you know, in in quantum vibes, the intention of that was to give everyone a how-to. I'm going to answer your question, but I wanted to say, um, because our mind wants to know how and our heart wants to observe. Mm -hmm. And you observed me talking and that was enough. It shifted Mm -hmm. you. And because you were in in a receiving mode, you were just listening and it opened and activated something. And so that's the beauty. And so Another one of the quantum tools I talk about is turning up your frequency. And I explain what that means for those of you that don't understand. A big piece of my mission is to put this conversation in very easy, digestible layman's term pieces so that we can all understand it and implement it. And Sunny, so many people today surround themselves with things that aren't inspiring us or news that's, you know, that's, that's, spitting out a very toxic, dense vibration. And then we carry it because energy is contagious. And so if you want to just start to take an observation of how are you feeling most of the day? Are you surrounding yourself with conversations like this? Are you um, putting yourself in nature? Are you really starting to take the time to go deeper? You know, I have a a life uh, that's rich and meaningful now. I'm filled with depth. It wasn't always that way. I lived a very surface level life at one point where it was like, what are people going to think of me? Um, you know, 
it, it was more going with the trend of what was happening instead of tapping into my own power. And, and if you really want true fulfillment, if you really want true happiness, it's really about starting to understand that you have everything you need. You just have to go in and feel it to, to really understand it and tap into it. The other thing you said is we're human beings and we're not always going to feel high vibe. And I feel like there's a, a, a misconception around these conversations, especially in the mainstream world where it's like affirm your way out of this feeling or, you know, sit and, and talk yourself into, into feeling high vibe. And I don't believe that at all. I believe that the way out is actually get, creating spaciousness for every piece of you. And again, I, I share exercises and quantum vibes with, with the how of what you do. But if you really start to understand that, that we all have layers, we're multifaceted human beings. So we have our soul, we have our personality, we have our ego, we have the wounded part of us, we have the part of us that feels regret, we have the part of us that um, is a judge. <laughs> you know, we have all of these different layers of us and we're taught to shun out the pieces of us that, are, that aren't quote unquote high vibe. But I believe the magic is in creating spaciousness for every little part of you, but only giving that highest, wisest piece of you the keys to, to the driver's seat. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? That makes so much sense. It's like acknowledging the shadow self, but you know, not, not letting that take over. It's so, you know, it's reminds me of a conversation I had with a friend yesterday and, um, you brought up like the wounded child in us. And I've talked pretty extensively in this podcast about doing like rapid transformational therapy and like coming to this really wild realization that the wounded child in all of us, especially me, I mean, everyone, it just really drives you. I mean, look no further than Prince Harry, right? Like there's a wounded kid inside all of us that is motivating the ways that we behave. And for me, it was really coming out for like the first half of my life. I'm 41 now in how I would like receive other people who were triggering to me in some way. And I finally realized, and I don't know if it's age, just seasoning my soul a little bit, or if it's me like really working through it, but I can finally get in the driver's seat. Whereas before I was, I was letting that insecurity or that wounded child, like come in and like creep over and like hop on my lap. You know, it, it's hard. I didn't even know that I was surrendering my higher self to that wounded part of me. I just kind of let it happen because as soon as the feeling came in, I'm like, well, let's just acknowledge it. And then I wouldn't realize it would take over. So I just, I, I had no distinction between those feelings for a really long time. Well, I just want to acknowledge you and say congratulations because that's a shift in consciousness and that's an up-level in emotional intelligence. And I always yes. say this is the stuff that we should be teaching in schools, you know, is emotional intelligence, yes. life purpose, um, frequency, and, and how you how you channel that in your body, um, you know, feminine, masculine energetics and what that looks like and how you have the power to create anything. And so you're in a space and place right now where you just really expanded your your shift in consciousness to be like, you know what? That is a, that's a, a piece of me that that's mm -hmm. not the most empowering piece. And while I can hold that, that's not going to be what drives. Yeah. It's, it's scary though, because it, 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 it acknowledges that I've given up a lot of time to that version of me, you know, and listen, I know that like no one's perfect. We're all kind of working toward it. But I was like, oh man, I really was letting that drive me for a while or it, even conversations like, you know, get in the way of me being as open as I could. Or so, I mean, just hearing you put it that way, it makes it when you talk about putting the 
positivity in the driver's seat, acknowledging all the passengers, but mm-hmm. not letting them take over the trip is just, that's a really cool way of thinking about it. You know, and you know, I want to just touch on what you said, because I've seen so many clients in my world, regardless of their age, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, when we have the awakening, there can be a piece of regret that comes up like, oh, what if I, you know, like, because we always think like, oh my gosh, what if how my life would have been different if I would have seen this before? And, you know, we can't go back and we can't shift anything, but what we can do is, is activate where we are now and where we're going. And so really just understanding that that's part of the surrender too. And that's part of alchemizing with love that we have to just accept everything is perfect and that we came into awareness at the perfect time. And we are the youngest we are ever going to be today, no matter who's listening. And so we have the next, you know, hopefully with each breath is, is a gift, right? And so how can we make the next year, the next three years, the next five years, the best years moving forward? And, and when you come into that awareness is when you get to say, okay, I'm aware now. So what is my unique soul blueprint? And what are these tools? And how can I really stand in my power? And how can I create a new level of embodiment? And we've got to be able to look in the now and look forward and with only looking backward as far as reflection and as far as a learning Mm -hmm. without letting regret take the take the momentum. Tell me some of the more um, impactful sort of success stories you've had. Of course, you have Quantum Vibe, the book, and people are doing this work and maybe not reporting back to you exactly their results per se, but the people that you've directly worked with. Mm-hmm. Tell me some of their their success stories after implementing some of these some of these techniques. Oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, and again, I, I share plenty of these stories in the books, but like clients that wanted, for example, clients that wanted a new level of leadership. I work with a lot of VPs, a lot of executives, a lot of CEOs, and I also work with coaches, healers, doctors, lawyers. So I have a very dynamic Mm -hmm. client um, clientele. And so like, for example, there's an executive that I worked with and she wanted a new a new level of leadership, but didn't think that she was going to be able to get it. And she started to actually use her anger, like a little bit of anger to repurpose it and to plug into the quantum field with infinite possibilities. And she was able to get, a, a, like, basically they raised the level of, in, like, they expanded the level of income just for her at a very very reputable company that had never done that. And she told me it was impossible. And I said, it's only impossible because you believe it's impossible. And it was a, there was a whole creative background. Um, I've had clients that were stuck at a certain level of income, maybe $10,000, $15,000 a month and started playing with this and started having $30,000, $40,000 months just wow. from understanding the frequency. I've had women that have been able to redirect the dynamic in their romantic relationships because they felt unseen or they felt like, um, you know, they were, they were doing the leading or they felt all of these different ways and they were able to really see themselves and plug into a different frequency. And then their partner started to step up in a new way. And so it's like every level of life. I mean, I could go on and on. I had a, um, a client that was, uh, was leading 500 employees and he was starting to, to have the conversation around, oh, the recession is coming. We're softening. And I said, 
may I interrupt you and make an observation? He said, absolutely. That's why I hired you. And I said, yes, there could be a recession, but there also is a lot of opportunity and there is also a lot of innovation. And so as a leader of this company, you get to hold the direction. And so we can plug into possibility and we can plug into abundance no matter what, or we can shift the energy that says we're going to pull back the reins. Which do you desire? And it was so amazing to watch how he shifted that. And he was, he was like, you won't even believe what's happened in the sales force since we changed the, since we changed this conversation, this dynamic. Do you feel like that's what the phrase fake it till you make it was kind of, it's kind of crudely about, like I've known so many people who have gone into something at the same level of expertise or skill as me. And I'm sitting back there like, Ooh, I'm so nervous. And they're like pretending. And I know for a fact that they have no extra knowledge, but the way that they're moving through the space makes them just elevate higher. Is that like a very crude kind of interpretation of what manifesting kind of could be? Yes and no. So fake it till you make it could be it is if that means. So I, I, the term I use is keep your reality away from my fantasy. And it's like, you know, you want to plug into possibilities. So when you can plug into the quantum field and when you can plug your energy in, like if you even just visualize, like you're plugging into possibilities and that's kind of the, where the fake it till you make it could work because you hold the frequency, even when it doesn't feel like it's there, even when you might be underqualified, but when you can shift your vibration and become an energetic match, no matter what you automatically pull to you what you desire. Now here's where I wouldn't say it's a line, the fake it till you make it when it's out of integrity and you're you're being something inauthentic to try to fake it or it's there's not a clean energy there then to me that doesn't feel aligned to true manifestation does that does that understand do you understand yeah, the difference? I feel like I can I can feel that I can feel that difference for sure I want to just show a chart that's really interesting that you showed in your talk the Hertz vibration scale yes. I love this so much. And I've never seen anything, guys, if you're watching, you're obviously seeing this, but what it is, is it's showing like an inverted cone and you're listing all of the different types of moods or feelings we could, we could kind of experience from the top to the bottom. They are enlightenment, peace, joy, love, reason, acceptance, willingness, neutrality, courage, pride, anger, desire, fear, grief, apathy, and the bottom one, guilt and shame. So I just kind of went from top to bottom. There are numbers to our feeling like frequencies, Suzanne, this is crazy. Okay. Here's, I want to have so much to say about this. So <laughs> what I love about this chart, and uh, I learned this from Stephen Hawkins um, early on, and it's a Hertz vibration scale. And what I love about it is it gives some tangibility to the, to the feelings, to the energy behind the emotions that we're feeling. And so if you look down at the bottom and you see like the guilt, the shame, the fear, like you think about it, when you feel guilt, guilt or shame, your whole body is contracted. It's like when you feel shame, you want to cross your arms, you probably want to like tuck your head. Um, and it's like a, a level of, of contraction. And then you go up the, the scale and I want to just point something out. When you get to courage, courage shoots you up because most people don't have the courage to really go after their dreams. And when they do, courage is like a turbo booster that takes you up. And then you get to a level of willingness. You're willing to change. You're, you're in a place of acceptance where you, you know what is and you're no longer willing to go back. And then you start to get to the higher, more open frequencies. And when you're in that, that love, that joy, that peace, your, your energy is open. You're in that yes energy. You're in that frequency of like the jet stream is yours. Here's what I want to say about this. I move up and down on this scale about 8 million times a day and so do other people. And so what I don't want people to take away is that there's something wrong if you feel guilt or shame, because again, what you want to do is, is you want to feel it. 
You just don't want to live there. So you feel it, you become aware, and then you have the courage to, to accept it. And then you really can plug into that love frequency. And this is just like anything else. The, the more you can do it, the better you get, the less you need to sit in the shame, the grief, the fear. And so it's almost like, um, and again, I, I explain the how to in quantum vibes of how you can do these things and how you can really alchemize this with love. But I love this graph because it, it talks to our mind and our subconscious mind. And it's a beautiful way to really rewire so that you can begin to plug into possibilities. Yeah. I just never knew there was an actual mathematical association. It was the Hertz vibration scales, which just showed like with that we're emitting different energy and it's measurable. It's just wild mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. And then kind of a, a, a something that's really cool along those same lines is when we're going to reprogram and rewire our subconscious mind, which we need to do if we want to want to become the energetic match, if we want to plug into the higher frequencies, if we want to open up to our unique soul blueprint, we have so much power in just what we think. And, and in my book, I talked about a study. I think it was but it's cited properly in my book, where there were there were some scientists studying um, visualization, basically. And so they, what they did was they got 10 or 15 people and they brought them in a room and they started teaching them a, a certain song on the piano and with an actual piano. And then they got 10 or 15 other people and they put them in a room and they said, that we're just going to tell you in your mind the keys and we want you to visualize playing the piano, hear the notes, here's what you do with your with your fingers. And they practiced in their mind. And so you had group A, which was actually playing the piano and group B, which was practicing in their mind. And I don't remember how long they did it, it was a week or something like that. After a week, they put them both in a room and they said, now play the song. The people that practice in their mind could play just as good or better as the people that actually practiced. And so, no, wild. Isn't that wild? And so it's like wow. we're thinking when we can just start to visualize it's like athletes, they'll tell like, you know, they're mm -hmm. the, the best athletes in the world are always taught visualize yourself, you know, where the football goes through the field goal or where you're throwing the ball or if you're singing on the stage, visualize it. And so there is true power and there is science that shows that this actually works when you do it and when you do it correctly, when you do it from a place of, of excitement and possibility. This is like kind of big picture of a question, but I, I have to ask because I'm thinking as you're talking, do you think that we are collectively ready to experience a, the greater power of our mind? I feel like we're in an era now in a generation now where we're talking about these things. Like you said, people have probably always practiced these things, but maybe didn't put a name to it or practice it quietly or had some shame associated with it because of they felt it was in conflict with their religion. But for whatever reason, it seems to me that we're finally having these conversations. We're putting terms and names to things. And I just feel like there's something happening a little bigger and I don't know if that's me just hoping that people are becoming more aware or if maybe an intuit like you could actually validate that there is sort of a collective awakening oh, happening. For sure. And you don't even need to be intuitive to know. Uh, you can feel it. You can feel the difference. You can can look around and watch people, watch what people are doing. And, you know, we live in a time where we have these little boxes that we carry around in our hands that mm -hmm. make so much accessible and we can connect faster than we ever could. And so what's happening now is there's, you know, whereas 10, 20 years ago, in order to have a lot of these conversations, you had to seek them out and you had to find books. And now it's like, there's, 
there's a retreat every, you know, a multiple retreats you can go to. There's millions of podcasts, there's millions of books. And so people are coming back into their power faster and faster and faster, not only because of the frequency that, that, that the collective is holding. And by the way, not the majority of the collective, but the, okay, if you go back to that chart, this is what's so powerful. You saw the potency of the 500, mm -hmm. like at the lover above, it's so much more powerful than the little bitty, like dense frequencies. And so you don't need that many people to hold that frequency, that higher frequency in order to begin to create these ripples and these shifts around the entire planet. It's so, almost like we are those who have that awareness are sort of lifting those around us. Yes. Wow. Yes, exactly. So like looking at the blue and looking at the purple and you see just how beautiful and how expansive it is. And not that the other colors aren't beautiful and not that there's anything wrong with them. But, you know, so some of the people living in these lower densities longer and holding that longer. It's like the people that are plugged into possibility and that are really, really. So I believe when you're in alignment with your unique soul blueprint, you're living more in that, that 300, 400 and above more often. And therefore you're helping to expand and shift the collective more and more and more and more and more. Is there an association between the colors and the vibe, the, the, the frequency of vibration? Because I have a crazy story. Is there well, those are the same as the chakras. So it's also the same as the rainbow, Roy G. Biv. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we did, this is crazy. I'm, I'm sure you won't think I'm crazy, but I, everyone else is going to judge me for this. Um, a while back, it was in August, we did, so a few friends and I did like a lion's gate ceremony. It was mm -hmm. like right, was it an eclipse or something happening yeah. celestially? And I, just a bunch of my friends are plugged in and thankfully one of them so much so that she's like, I have this wonderful woman coming over. She's like into it and she's going to walk us through a ceremony. And I, at the end of it, and you know, this is probably, I don't know, at least, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes of like group meditation um, sound bath. And I kept seeing deep purple. I kept seeing yeah. purple, purple. And I asked her at the end of it, if it had any association. And I mean, I, I, I don't know that I ever got the answer for it, but I saw that and it just kicked that memory into gear. But it was like such, I was like riding on such an, a spiritual high at the moment. It was wild because my whole vision field with my eyes closed was like this deep, deep purple color. So that's you connecting to your soul. And we all can do that. And, you know, I, um, I also lead meditations. And, you know, what's interesting about, about me is I was in corporate and in medical device sales and mm -hmm. consulting, and I was in the top two to 3% of sales in every company. And I worked with hospitals. I worked with doctors. I would be in, in surgeries with them. And I was very, very good at it because I was naturally using my intuition. And I was mm -hmm. also understanding how to connect with people. And when I had my awakening, it didn't feel in alignment anymore. And I started my own business that did feel in alignment. And what's so cool now is I'm able to walk two very different lines. Like I'm hosting a retreat in Sedona next week where we go to Energetic Vortex. I mean, not next week, early February. Yes, you should come. I want to go to one so yes, bad. Yes, where we go to Energetic Vortexes, where we really activate each person's unique soul blueprint. We have the best time. And it, it's where you can really get into a new level of embodiment and you expand your awareness in a way that it's very hard to do on your own. Mm -hmm. And then I'll walk into corporations like, the, you know, I've had several corporate talks where I've done book signings and I play, I'll play the sound bowls but I'm explaining it in a way that it can be received. And so you made the comment, 
people are going to think I'm crazy. And the truth is, it's not crazy. It's normal. It's crazy not not to have that accessibility. And we've been taught that. And so we are in a, in a place where we're transitioning. And this needs to become a conversation where it is accepted and where people understand the, the science about it. And again, that's the big intention with the work that I do in the book of Quantum Vibes is that you're, you're every one of us, we're craving more meaning, more purpose, more fulfillment. And it's inside of you. And it's all the things that you've been told are crazy or not to do. And so when we can understand that, that, the understanding how energy works, understanding how your intuition works, because we all have it. It's either it's open or it's not. And if it's not open, it's because you haven't believed that it's there or it's because of the of the energy you surround yourself with or the foods that you're eating. But we all have it. And we are in a time where it's time to open. And it's really time that you start thinking about, you know, it's like your gut feeling. That's your intuition. Mm -hmm. Or if you look, if you look at Adele, when she's on the stage, she's channeling, she's channeling something beautiful. You feel the frequency, just like you felt the frequency in my TEDx talk, or maybe people listening feel it right now. It's like we're, when we're able to open our channels, it's something that's that love frequency comes through and then other people feel it. And that is truly how we transform this earth and how we begin to live in a more peaceful, meaningful world. Oh, I mean, I'm just so grateful that you have opened up this sort of like receptive part of me, because I do agree that when two people can vibe like this, that the effects, like the ripple effects are massive. It's just so cool to hear someone speak who is like embodying what you're teaching. It's so, so cool. Um, you. Before we go, can you tell us, Suzanne, a little bit about Quantum Vibes, about how you work with people and any of the other projects that you're working on or, or how to connect with you? Yes. So come say hi on Instagram. I'm at Suzanne Adams, Inc. Um, my book, Quantum Vibes, I'm so proud of it. This is a really, it's a how-to manifesting guide. And if you enjoyed this conversation, it really teaches you the energetics behind manifesting and, and how to begin to start to tap into your own unique soul blueprint. And there's even a workbook at the back that you can use to do, to do exercises. So you're implementing it and you're beginning to embodying it, embody it right away. Um, I, like I said earlier, I work with a range of, of people. I, I teach people to really come into their power, into their next level of leadership, whatever that looks like, whether you're a coach, a mentor, a healer, a CEO, a VP exec. And I do do very well with, with speaking the grounded corporate talk and and helping people expand into infinite possibilities. I, I host a couple retreats a year. Um, so I've got one in Sedona in February. We have a couple tickets left. I'm not sure when this is airing. So if not, I'll be doing another one next year. And and I love teaching people to, to speak. I, I teach people to speak their soul mm -hmm. and to, uh, to have programs around understanding how to write your book, share your message and understanding how you can speak because we, we do, we need more people connected to that three to 500 on the Hertz scale. And there cannot be too many. So if you're feeling the call to speak, or if you're feeling the call to share your message in a new way, come find me. I'd love to support you and help you. Well, you are such a delight and a joy. I am feeling so energized and just happy after this conversation. Suzanne, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today. Thank you for having me. It was an honor, a pleasure. And thank you so much for everyone listening. All right, guys. Thank you. If you've been watching, thank you so much. Um, you can always, by the way, watch live on YouTube and on facebook.com slash we got to talk. If you've been listening, thank you for sticking with us in the new year. The first of many, many great guests, I promise you, as well as some really fun solo episodes too. Um, wow. I feel so good right now. I'm just going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go just chill in my house and exist in my higher vibrational um, self right now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of We Gotta Talk. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and follow along on Instagram at Sonny Abada, S-O-N-N-I. 
ABATTA. All of the latest blog posts are at wegotatalk.com slash blog. 